Attention passengers, should the cabin lose pressure at any time during today's flight, oxygen masks will drop down from the overhead panel. Please place the mask on your mouth and nose before assisting others. No matter how many times we hear this advice, many of us simply ignore it. We opt instead to care for those around us and prioritize them over ourselves. Our guest today is going to show us how to put the oxygen mask effect into action. Have you ever felt like there was something missing in your business? Something holding you back from the success you're seeking? If so, you are not alone. For nearly 20 years, that's exactly how I felt as a business owner. It wasn't until I discovered human design that it all became clear. And it turns out that I was the missing piece in my own business. Join me on this journey of discovering the real me and hear stories from other business owners building businesses around all of their awesomeness. I'm Young Pratt, and it's time, my friend, to amplify your awesome. Hey there, Amplifiers. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you are tuning in today because I have a special guest for you. Allison Swerdloff is here to really take us through the oxygen mask effect, what that is, why it's important, and how we can incorporate it into our lives. Let me tell you a little bit more about Allison. Through her own journey of self-discovery, Allison realized that too many women feel they need to be everything to everyone and that self-care is selfish. I'm going to raise my hand many times on that one because I am so guilty of doing that. So I am thrilled to have you on the show today to dive into this oxygen mask effect. Welcome, Allison. Thank you, Young. I'm excited to be here, and I am one of them myself. I am a <laughs> recovering people pleaser. <laughs> oh, yes, and I, I definitely can relate to that as well because I have bent over backwards far too many times and put myself last more times than I can count. So the fact that we're having this conversation today and the fact that it's so relevant, you know, every day in our lives really should be an indication that we might need to turn up the volume on this episode or put it on repeat because women in particular, as primary mm -hmm. caregivers, we often put other people's needs ahead of our own. And today we're going right. to, we're going to flip that script. Before we get there though, I want to know what you were doing before the oxygen mask effect and what this business looks like now, what were you doing before and how did you get here? Okay, well, that goes back oh, over 30 years. Um, I was married young, married at 22, had my daughter at um, six and a half years later and my son five years after that. So I was a wife, I was a mother, I was a caregiver. Um, my children both have special needs. My daughter has ADHD. They both suffered severe life-threatening food allergies. My son was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis at the age of 11. So I, am, I was also a pageant mom. So I've done it all. I give, you know, everything I did was for my family, was for my kids. Um, you know, PTA president, synagogue board, you name it, I've done it. I joke when people ask what, what's one thing people don't know about you? I was a scout leader for eight years for Amazing. two children. So I was trained boy scouts and girl <laughs> scouts. 
So I've done it all. I've given it all. I also lived under the rule, so to speak, of my husband. I didn't do things because he didn't want me to, or I wasn't able to pay for a babysitter so I could go out with the girls, things like that. So about 10 years ago, I realized something was missing. I didn't know who I was. And that's how this whole thing started. And unfortunately it started because I had lost, just lost my mother in December of 2010. And I had lost my grandmother the year before and my father the year before that, all in the month of December. So Hera was coming into the beginning of 2011 and I'm like, something's missing. I don't know who I am anymore. Everything I'm doing is for them, but where's me? And I started searching. I started trying to figure out where I fit in, who I was. It took me, it's still taking me time to figure that out, but about six months after I started doing research, I was online, going to book clubs, crafting groups, because I'm a crafter, um, social groups, just trying to find people to get to know me as me, to get away from only people who knew me as his wife, as my kid's mother, as this, as that. And during that time, my son got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in... Um, in, his, in sixth grade. And ulcerative colitis is a devastating disease and any chronic illnesses. But I gave up even with my trying to find myself. I'm a mother. I was there for him. I spent time with him. I did what needed to be done. So it, you know, it took me, I took me about six months before I found a social group that I felt I belonged with. I felt like I found my tribe and started going out, started being invited to parties, you know, Saturday night events, being invited out to dinner, a whole group just hanging out during the week. And I started realizing there's more out there. There's more to this. Unfortunately, I lost my job during that time. So I was trying to figure out where I fit in with that, tried starting a business. I was in the wrong business at the wrong time or maybe the right business at the wrong time. I don't know. I know nothing about business. I'm still learning. But with all my years in corporate, I know how businesses can grow. I've been the one to organize and set up systems. So I know I can do that. I can help others. But I realized over the course of 10 years now, women in particular, put themselves last. We are taught everything else comes first. Your family comes first, your community. You do everything your husband tells you to do, whether, you, you know, even if yes, you have a voice, you still, your husband, you know, is the guiding factor. You are business, own, we're business owners and we have to put 80, 90 hours into our business because we don't trust anybody to do the work. We feel we can do it better the way we clean the house, the way we cook, the way we do this, the way we do that. It's all about everybody else. Right. Through my journey, I realized I needed to put myself first. If I didn't, I would never get out of where I am. And so yeah. I, as I said, I'm a recovering people pleaser. I coined that term a couple of months ago and <laughs> it fits. Look at you. You raised your hand on that one. 
how many people, women in particular, and I'm not saying it's not men as well, because I know I've spoken to plenty of men and they say they raise their hand as well on that one, but we're the caregivers. We're the ones who put our lives on hold for everybody else. So what the oxygen mask effect is, is saying, I'm first. Self-care is not selfish. Self-care is personal to the person, but you have to do it. If you don't schedule your self-care, you cannot actively help others. You cannot serve somebody from an empty cup. So you have to keep refilling your cup. And that's where self-care comes in. It's wearing your oxygen mask. It's filling your cup. It's replacing your spoons for those in the chronic illness world. So good. And I think there's so many things about the story that you shared that I know my listeners can relate with the idea of, of being everything to everyone first, being there to do all the things, to serve on all the boards, to be on all the councils, to be an active member of society, because society tells us that's our role in this world. Mm -hmm. And to be able to then come to the other side. And you said something really, really so interesting. You said that you, you, thought something was missing. And it's so funny because in my trailer for this for this podcast, I talk about there was something missing. And again, the missing piece was me. I was I had extracted my own self from my business, trying to have this corporate feel, this corporate appearance. I thought that's what I needed to do to be able to build a successful business. That's kind of what was mentored for me. And you know, that's what I wanted at that point in time. But there came a point where when people are asking, like, like you know, I, I know you just released this thing, but I don't, like, I don't understand this because it's not you. It's people were saying these things and mm-hmm. I just wasn't listening, right? Because I was trying to put the needs of the people that I was serving ahead of me and trying to fill that role for them rather than trying to figure out how I could put myself into a role that could still serve them, but that also serve me as well. So I think that the idea of being of service and, and wanting to help others runs really strongly in my tribe. Absolutely yours as well for women Mm -hmm. in particular, for sure. That is just the nurturing part about us. So this oxygen mask effect is so fascinating because like I said at the beginning of this, this episode, you know, we hear the messages when we board the plane, which many of us haven't done for a very long time now, we board the plane and we kind of all just tune out the messaging that happens, which exactly. is such a, you know, a, a great analogy for life, right? So, so much of life, we just kind of tune out and let it pass mm-hmm. us by rather than engaging with this. So I, first of all, would love to have you define self-care because I feel like right now in this day and age, especially as we're coming out of pandemic, there's a, it's a kind of a catch-all phrase for a yes. lot of things. So how do you define self-care? Self-care to me is finding what excites you finding your, what energizes you. Um, As I mentioned, self-care is not the same for everybody. For some people, it's taking bubble baths. For some people, it's going away for a weekend alone, spending time in a hotel. And I have a friend who does this. She goes away for a weekend in a hotel, relaxes in the tub, enjoys her dinners in the restaurant. That's her form of self-care. For me, it's crafting. It's, I do adult coloring and I love it. In fact, I'm a member of a coloring club. So I constantly get new things to color. I have a ton of coloring books. I, so I craft, I color. 
I get my monthly pedicures and tune out the world while I'm doing it. It's things that you do that energize you, that treat you, but it has to be something that is sustainable and something that is scheduled. And that's what people don't understand. They use it as when I have time, I'll do it. No, (laughs) you have to make the time. You have to schedule it just like you schedule your podcast, just like you schedule all business appointments, just like you schedule your doctor's appointments. Doctor's appointments is self-care. How many of us put off going to the doctor because we're too busy? We, until you're severely sick, that's when you go. But preventative care is more important. One of the things I also want people to realize, and I actually am in the process of creating a training on creating your own self-care program. And that's a big part of what I'm working through in the Oxygen Mask Effect with my clients is creating your self-care habits. And they have to be habits. They have to be the same habits. Like you have habits in your business. You come in in the morning. What's the first thing you do? You turn on your computer. You go through your emails. You respond to emails. Then you respond to phone messages. Then you, you know, just like you have your routine, habits have to become that. Your self-care has to become a habit. You get up in the morning. What's the first thing you do? You do your, you shower, you get dressed, you go down, you make your coffee, your tea, you eat your breakfast. Putting self-care into that habit, doing your workout before you eat your breakfast, take your walk, take your this, you know, planning all of that out. Even if you were saying sitting outside on the deck, that's part of your habit. That's part of your self-care. And Everybody's, as I said, everybody's is different, but if you don't schedule it, it's going to fall to the wayside and it has to become a true habit and realize saying no to a request that's asked of you is not (laughs) selfish. It's actually a form of self-care. What somebody told me, and this struck so true, saying no to you is saying yes to myself. Hmm. We all fall into, uh, this person asked me to be on this board. They asked me to do this. They asked me to do this. I'm saying yes to it all. But you know what? Something's niggling in the back of my mind that I shouldn't be doing that. Saying no to something that no longer serves you is not a bad thing. It's not selfish. It's saying yes to yourself. I love that. Saying yes to yourself and saying no is, is saying yes to yourself because it is so true that Every time we give a little ourselves and our time and our energy to something else, we're missing the opportunity to self-care. And I appreciate that you said self-care can look different. And when you use the example of the bubble bath, I thought that that ideology comes up, that visual comes up a lot in mm-hmm. self-care, but not everyone likes that. I mean, I, I occasionally like that, but maybe on a cold winter's night, but in the middle of the hot summer, that does not sound very appealing to me at all. Right. And, and for me, being able to be out in nature, having the coffee on the deck, being able to play with the puppy before I dive into the podcast episodes, you know, saying good morning to the chickens and all the wildlife we have, like that's part of self-care, but I never, I never really classified it as that. It was just kind of the me time that I need that time to center myself and to focus and just to be without anybody needing anything from me. And I think for the listeners out there too, just recognizing that self-care number one can take many forms and that mm-hmm. by saying no to others, you're actually saying yes to yourself. And the idea of creating these habits, these sustainable habits, I think is a big part too, because 
while it sounds great to say, I'm going to take a bath every Friday night. Well, chances are when Friday night rolls around, it's going to be the last thing on your mind, unless it is part of your calendar and you get notices mm -hmm. for that. I had that, a lot of those happening throughout the day. Or it becomes a habit where you just know every day you go through these things to help you be the best version of yourself. So on that note, I want to talk about when you're creating content to share with people, talking about the oxygen mask effect, talking about self-care and how saying no is saying yes to yourself. What is your favorite way to share that message with people? My favorite way is face-to-face -face on calls. Um, it's also, I'm in the process of setting up my group on Facebook and I will be going live in there periodically with self-care tips. Um, there's so many different venues that can be used. Once I get my, I mean, the oxygen mask effect is brand new. I'm just figuring out the brand. I'm admitting that, but I will have my website and I'll be posting articles, you know, blog posts. I will be sharing those on my, in my group on social media. Um, I also just feel that people need to hear it as often as possible. So I will sometimes just post a little question on my personal page and see what answers I get. And, yes. you know, and I'll do that also on Instagram on occasion and just say, like, I posted something the other day and said, if there were three things you could change, what would they be and why? Yeah, so I good. didn't get responses, but I got, ooh, I need to think about that. It's a big question. It's a big it's a question. It's a huge question because if you can just come up with three things that are not the way you want them to be and why they're that way, that helps you figure out where your self care fits in. Because usually, and I'm not, Saying always, it's not just one person, but usually the three things that people want to change are time, money, and health. Mm -hmm. In some way or another, everything they say relates to those three things. And that's where scheduling your self-care comes in. Because if you do that, you're making time for it thus saving time for other things or creating the time for mm -hmm. other things for wealth. It helps you build your business because your health, your, you have your own time. You're not living for your business or you're getting assistance in your business and health. When you schedule the self-care, you're actually healthier and in your mind, in your spirit, in your body, because you're not running 150 miles an hour for 80 hours a week. Yes. Something... Self-care is downtime. Yeah, that's, that's so good. That self-care is just downtime when you just get to step away, when you get to live into who you are and, and what you love. Yeah, that's, that's a really good idea because it, it simplifies it to where it feels tangible. It feels doable. Yes. It's not this pie in the sky sort of idea that, ooh, that sounds awesome. Yet we know deep down it's not going to happen because we don't have the time for it or we don't like that thing or just doesn't suit our personality, right? I, I love the self-care idea too, because it really goes into the theme of the show about 
there's so many different ways to build a business. And when we allow ourselves to number one, break the rules and number two, really become our true authentic selves using our voices to share what we're talking about. There are many mm -hmm. people who will talk about self-care. There are many people who will talk about content and content monetization and repurposing. However, they've not walked in our shoes, lived our experience. Right. So it's going to resonate with different people. And I think that's the beauty of this whole online space that even if you're saying the same thing as a person next to you, you're coming at it from a different angle. And that is the yes. most beautiful thing about this day and age we live in is that it's okay. And the more we are ourselves, the more we amplify all those things that make us awesome. The things that I used to think as a kid made me weird in a bad way. Like I stuck, I stood out and I didn't like that feeling. But now that I've, you know, have grown kids or just about grown kids, one going off to college in the fall, I've come a long way in that process too, where mm -hmm. I can feel more comfortable in my skin. And for some people, they know like the moment they're born, they are just comfortable in their skin. It's taken me a I very long time, right? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? And and again, it just it's it's so great that there's a place for everyone in this world that we live in because we all bring different strengths and we bring different stories and different experiences mm -hmm. to our client work, to yes. the podcast episodes we record, to the videos we create, just to how we show up every day. So I'm curious to know, because I know we're, I don't want to take all of your time today. I know you're busy building websites and building groups and doing all these things. And I'm working full-time still. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. So you have a lot on your plate. So for you, self-care, I'm sure is paramount. So yes. it's interesting that many of us go on these journeys in our businesses that we're solving a problem for ourselves first, because there's there's nothing out there that quite okay. fits what we need. So I, I love that you're such a great example of that, because you're doing all these things, but you have to figure out how to make it all work. So you took it upon yourself to solve this challenge, and then you mm -hmm. can just share what you've learned along the way. And I think that's the most profound way to build a business, because people can relate. But I'm curious to know, because I, I love to give examples when I have guests on about all the different ways that people monetize their business. So I'm curious to know how you plan to or how you are going to monetize the oxygen mask effect. What does that look like for you? Well, it looks like my podcast being successful. Once I launch it, I'm launching July 1st, hopefully, Yay! fingers crossed. That's what I'm planning on, um, a July 1st launch. So the podcast is my main aspect of things, plus my Facebook group. So, you know, I'm inviting people to the Facebook group, especially people through who listen to the podcast, join the group, get involved in conversation. Because to me, with any of this, it's all about conversation. It's all about throwing ideas, asking questions, getting assistance. I am also a certified coach. I am a certified virtual coach and certified success trainer through the Canfield training programs. So a lot of what I do, I bring in my train, my coaching training um, with personal responsibility. And that goes along with self-care. You're the only one 100% responsible for your life. And that's one of the core aspects of the Canfield training. Um, so there's that. It's so many things. I will, I do have, I'm working on a coaching program. So that will be included as well as, and for anybody listening, if you just want to get on a 15 to 30 minute call, see, you know, if you have questions, if you want to learn more, just let me know. But 
what I'm doing is a lot of it is intensives. You can map out an entire self-care program in a couple of hours. So the initial aspect of things is an, a two-hour intensive just to figure out what the pain points are and map out a personalized program. Once that's mapped out, we go from there. But the initial part of it is, like I said, a 15 to 30 minute phone call, see if we're a good fit. If we are, if you're interested, a two hour intensive map out program is just to map out and see what your pain points are and how I can help you with that. So good, because I know this is a really big topic. Self-care is really huge. There are many different facets. I love that you got certified through the Canfield Institute. Jack was one of the very, very first, I guess, inspirational, motivational, self-help people that I saw speak live at a conference that I went to. And I was just in awe, mesmerized by what he had created and just the authority he held even though, I mean, just by him standing on the stage, just that essence and mm-hmm. that energy. He's got presence. <laughs> Absolutely. It, like, it filled an entire room. And I thought, whoa, wouldn't it be so cool to do that? Because oh, people were captivated by him and got standing ovations. And so it was, it was cool. I, I like that we have that. I mean, I, I've not gone through his intensive training, but I've read his books and I've seen him live. So I just appreciate that connection now too. And, and you said something, having, having connection and having relationships with people is key. And I'm, I'm the same way when I discovered my human design back, I guess, more than a year ago now, and I found out how I was designed and, and, and my strengths are connecting and networking. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, that makes complete sense. I tried to avoid that for a long time thinking, ah, I don't like that. Everyone says I don't like it. So I'm just going to say, I don't like it either. But deep down, I was like, oh, that, that pull of being in conversation with, in the energy Mm -hmm. of people that were fascinating, that I could learn from, that I could just have a good conversation with. And so I appreciate that you have been that person for me on this interview, because this right here is my favorite thing to do, to talk on the podcast and to bring awesome, amazing individuals to share their wealth of knowledge and share how they've built a business that truly epitomizes them and amplifies all of their awesome. So before we wrap up, I just want to make sure that people can find you and ask further follow-up questions. Where is the best place for them to connect with you? Well, right now you can reach me on Facebook and Instagram through private messenger, you know, just DM me it. I'm down as Allison Swordloff on both, um, but met, let people, let them know, or let me know that you heard the podcast when you do, because otherwise I don't necessarily respond to people. I don't know unless they specifically have a reason for me to, I'm just yeah. putting that out there. <laughs> um, you can also email me at swordloffconsulting at gmail.com. That is my email address. Um, I'm in the process of figuring things out with the oxygen mask effect. It is brand new and I'm excited to get it fully launched and going. I will have an email for that at some point soon, but for right (laughs) now, email me at swordloffconsulting at gmail.com or message me on Facebook and Instagram. My website, um, theoxygenmaskeffect.com should be probably by the end of July will be live. Amazing. But in the meantime, just reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, and by email. 
Perfect. Because I know there are people who are going to want to follow up and have a deeper conversation and maybe even do an intensive where they can map out their self-care routine together with you because it is amazing what can happen in two hours. People are often surprised that like, oh, only two hours. But when you are hyper-focused on one result and you can really get in there, figure out the pain points, like you said, and then Mm -hmm. address those and make a custom program, because I, I really believe that you can only cookie cutter so much. I mean, because I've, I've done a lot of that. It is it is the one-on-one, the customization that is where people are getting the most benefit. So Allison, I want to thank you so much for sharing the oxygen mask effect with us. I'm excited about the launch of your podcast. I'm going to be cheering you thank on. You. I will certainly make sure that I put all of your contact information in today's show notes over on my website at youngpratt.com. Just search Allison's name or the oxygen mask effect, and you'll be able to find her episode. Allison, thank you so much for this amazing conversation. I look forward to connecting with you further in the future. Cheers. Young, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to have been here. Okay, everyone. Do you have a new vision of what self-care could look like for you? The fact that Allison shared that it should be unique to you and things that you enjoy, things that light you up. There is no one right way to do self-care. And I want to continue this conversation with you because it is a big topic. Come over to the Arena of Awesome, my Facebook community. It is the place that I love to hang out, go live, answer questions, and just be amongst my fellow gold miners in this online space. Just come over to Facebook, the Arena of Awesome, and I want to hear your plans. What do you do for self-care, and how do you create habits to ensure that your self-care plan sticks. Because like everything else, like business, self-care is a work in progress. It is never done. It's always improving. And I would love to know your secrets. Come on over to the arena. I'll be waiting for you there. I cannot wait to hear what you share about self-care and what it looks like for you because I'm always open to learning and bettering myself too. Okay, my friends, until next time, go out there today and amplify your awesome. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. If you're ready to launch a podcast of your own and you want to learn how to use Facebook ads properly to build an engaged audience from the get-go, you'll definitely want to save your seat for the podcast launch pad. Podcast Launchpad is a brand new two-day live learning experience hosted by me and Facebook ads ninja, Tammy P. It's happening Tuesday and Wednesday, August 24th and 25th. You can get all the details and save your seat at youngpratt.com slash launchpad. We're taking the best of my podcast in a weekend experience and combining it with Tammy's super successful ads framework and compressing time for you to give you success fast. Imagine launching a podcast along with creating effective Facebook ads to supercharge an audience of eager listeners. It can all be yours by heading to youngpratt.com slash launchpad. There's someone out there waiting for your podcast. Let's make it a reality together. 
Save your seat at youngpratt.com slash launchpad. Until then, my friend, go out there today and amplify your awesome. <laughs>